the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We are the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and challenges facing today's church. With your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Well, many of us have seen movies that involve hitmen or deadly assassins. Most of us know that a hitman... And assassins are not only dangerous murderers, but they can attack you without warning, any time, any place, and anywhere. When we see that ominous red dot appear on the victim's head, we know that a bullet is not far behind. Hitmen and assassins show no mercy or compassion. They carry out their mission with deadly accuracy and extreme prejudice, leaving a wake of death and destruction behind them. But have you ever thought about Satan as a hitman or an assassin? Could there be, could there possibly be a spiritual red dot looming on your forehead? Are you caught in his demonic crosshairs? Has there been a demonic contract put out on you? Are you unaware that you might be his next target? Tonight, Dr. Buckner brings us part seven and our final part in our new series entitled The Ten Characteristics of Satan as it relates to a hitman or an assassin. So stay tuned for this and much, much more, for we are not pretending we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed, and thank you so much for that introduction. And we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for Another edition of Contending for the Faith. I'm your host, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner, and we trust you're going to be blessed tonight by the program. And as Brother Gary has said, this brings us to number 10 uh, in this uh, series in terms of the 10th point uh, regarding the 10 characteristics of a hitman as it relates to Satan. And the number 10 or one is this. A hitman or an assassin lives a constant chaotic lifestyle. A hitman or an assassin lives a constant chaotic lifestyle. Why? Because he's schizophrenic. He has a split personality. And Satan also is chaotic, and he lives a constant uh, chaotic lifestyle. Why? Because he's schizophrenic as well. And he has this split personality, and he can smile in your face, and then all of a sudden uh, scream out uh, joy when a person who was created in the Imago Dei, the image of God, is destroyed. You remember Jesus said in John 10 and 10, the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. Satan is not your friend. And I've said this over and over again in this series. If you think that he's your friend, you are insane as well, and uh, because he's not. The only one that's your true friend in this life 
that will never forsake you, never turn his back on you, is Jesus. And that's why you need to get to know him. You need to get to know him. But this chaotic lifestyle, schizophrenic, split personality lifestyle of a hitman uh, is driven by Satan because he drives the hitman and the assassin to do what they do. And we see that this is happening even in the lifestyle of so many people in the church and outside the church. We always have to ask the question, why is so-and-so so depressed? Why is so-and-so uh, like have a split personality? Why is so- so-and-so uh, driven to a, an insane asylum? Is You know, I just think that a lot of times when we're not doing what God calls us to do, Satan goes after the mind. He wants to destroy the mind. And if he can get to your mind, that's why we need to have the helmet of salvation on because Satan goes for the weakest area of mankind, and that's the mind. And he wants to do damage. He wants to cause a chaotic mind style and just get you to the point in your life where you're just chaotic in everything that you think and feel and you are. And if you allow him to bring this chaotic lifestyle into your life, then you're going to end up being at the place where you can end up being insane too. So you want to watch out for the enemy, and he has a game plan. His target is to go after your mind. He has a game plan, and you need to have a game plan. You need to have a game plan to stand up against the enemy because the enemy has a game plan, and God has given you a game plan, and that is the Bible, the Word of God. And when you know the Word of God and you understand the Word of God and you understand prayer and the importance of prayer and Bible study and fellowship and the armor of God, then you have a game plan to fight against his game plan. But if you don't have that game plan, Satan's game plan can overtake you as a hitman. You know, you got to develop and build boundaries. You know, God's word is a boundary. Prayer is a boundary. Uh, You know, being accountable is a boundary. And if you don't have these boundaries, Satan will take advantage of you and take you places where you wish you've never gone. See, chaos. People have so much chaos in their life. They don't have no peace, no joy, no rest, chaotic lifestyle. You wonder why these people are just uh, uh, about to just lose their mind. It's because they're allowing Satan to just manipulate them, control them, dominate them. And he brings into the mind of so many people confusion. But when they get into the Word of God, they get into prayer, they get led by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit takes fusion out of confusion and chaos out of one's life. That's why Jesus said in John 14 and 1, let not your heart be troubled. You see, he just takes chaos and brings it out of your life. And he says in Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29, I will give you rest. Take your yoke upon me. Now, that is a scripture that has to do with God destroying chaos coming in your life, confusion coming in your life. He'll give you rest of mind, body, and soul a hitman or an assassin. He goes after the mind, 
to confuse, contradict every day. So we must be following the orders of God as our commanding officer and chief, Jesus Christ, because Satan has orders that he gives to demons to confuse us, to cause chaos in our lives. And if you don't have the Word of God, you're not following God's orders, you're going to be following Satan's orders. And his orders can destroy you. That's why Jesus said, the thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. That's the orders that he gives to all of his demons, to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's what Paul talks about a little bit in Ephesians 6 when he says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. So the enemy, this principalities and powers and all of that, their goal is to cause chaos in your life and confusion. And uh, if you give them an opportunity... You give them an inch, they'll go a mile, and they'll take your mind places which you never wish you've ever gone to. So this is the thing. You need to put on the full armor of God so that you can have all the pieces in order and also the helmet of salvation that will guard your thoughts and guard your mind, guard your heart, the breastplate of righteousness, all these things, the the, you know, having the full arm of God, what it does, it knocks confusion out of your life. It knocks chaos out of your life. It knocks compromise out of your life. You're having the whole armor on every day. So when the enemy's trying to penetrate, he can't get in there to cause this chaos in your life. So the joy of knowing the Lord is that he gives us this peace that passes all understanding. And it tells us in Philippians chapter 4, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make your requests unto God, known unto God, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Isn't that good news? To know that God has come through Christ to guard your heart and mind in this chaotic world of confusion, split personalities, people just losing it. And, you know, you know, I don't say that all mental illness is demon possession, but there are some that is. And Satan can take your mind places where you can even become demon possessed. That's scary. When your mind is not guarded and protected by the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit is there, as it says in Galatians 5 and 22, to give us self-control. That's one of the fruit of the Spirit is self-control. We need the Holy Spirit to bring self-control in the midst of a world that's out of control and chaos is everywhere you see in the world today. In churches, in the government, in homes, in marriages, in the community, everywhere you turn, chaos is everywhere because people are allowing Satan to have his way. And the only way we can stop that is to turn to the God who says, I'm going to say this in closing, turn to the God of the Bible. He's the only one that has the answer who says he's not the author of confusion. See, when you know him, he takes fusion out of confusion. He's a God that knocks chaos out of your life. 
and he brings you the joy and the peace and the rest. And he guards your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. We want to begin by thanking everyone who's been praying for Contending for the Faith. Without your prayers and, and faithful donation, we could never make it. We also want to thank those who gave over this past week, Jackie, Ken, and, and Manda. Uh, we, we appreciate you guys stepping up and hitting a home run for us and keeping us on the air another week. Uh, but we need your ongoing help and support. You know, it takes more than three or four people. It takes all of us to step up through prayer and step up and partner with us financially, particularly during the summer when folks go on vacation. We just want to encourage you, don't go on vacation from your giving. Um, remember your your uh, commitments and, and continue to pray and continue to support ministries like ours and uh, keep us going, keep us on the air. It costs us 400 a week to stay on, and we, we need your support. We need your prayers. There's two ways to donate. Uh, number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. Uh, the second way is so much easier. Uh, get on your computer or your laptop, your tablet, smartphone, and go to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and click on the Donate button. It's that simple. And you'll be a blessing for time and eternity, Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. Appreciate uh, those announcements. And we also want to remember Brother Gary Bell and uh, family in prayer. Uh, His mother has passed on. Uh, we believe she has went on to be with the Lord. Uh, I will be doing the eulogy this coming Tuesday. So please keep Gary and his whole family in prayer. I know that uh, he'll appreciate that mm-hmm. uh, because it's not an easy thing when uh, you have a mother uh, that you gave birth to you and you've been close to uh, to go on. But we know that she's gone on to glory and she lived in her 80s, so that's a blessing right there. And so we just want to make a special point to everybody out there in Radio Land to pray for Gary uh, and his family. Thank you. Appreciate Amen. that. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go to our first uh, caller. And is that Deborah? No, that's Cece. Cece? Okay. Cece. Cece, how you doing? Uh, how you doing? Uh, we're truly blessed. How about yourself? I'm blessed. Oh, good. We trust that you got uh, a word from the word tonight. Yes, I always do. I just I'll be listening really closely to what you'd be saying. I'll be trying to you know soak it all up. Oh, good, good. Amen. Good, good, methods, good methods always, always good and inspirational, and also has a lot of truth to it. Uh, amen. Well, thank you so much. Appreciate that. And what's on your heart tonight? You have a question. Yeah, I want to ask you a question in, in um, Romans chapter 3. Okay, and what's uh, the verse? It's uh, verse 7. All righty, and can you read that, and then uh, let me know what you would like for us to do around it. Okay, um, 
it says uh, in verse 7 of Romans chapter 3, says, For if the truth of God has more abounded through my lie unto his glory, why yet am I also judge a sinner? Mm-hmm. Okay. And what would you like for us to uh, to do with this? Um, I, I, I'm trying to trying to understand what what does he mean um, with that with that verse. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the way you understand this verse is to understand the entire context, because the entire context helps you to understand this one verse. Because if you uh, take this verse out and not understand the background behind the verse, it's easy to get confused upon it. Uh, the confusion becomes greater. So Paul's argument here is um, he's kind of like addressing the Jews, right? Because it talks about that in verse 1. Uh, what advantage then has the Jews? Or what profit is there of circumcision? So they're thinking that, you know, that one can be righteous through being a Jew because you're a natural Jew by heritage uh, or by circumcision. So this is what the Jews are thinking. And so when they think that way in the eyes of the Apostle Paul, who is a truly a man of God, he's saying that, uh, that they are saying that they can be righteous uh, apart from looking at the principle of sin and looking at the principle of Christ, who is the righteous one. And then you see in verse uh, 4, he says, For God God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written. And so, uh, the, so he's bringing out the fact that a man is the liar, not uh, God. And then what he's doing is down here in verse 7 is uh, reversing the, the argument and saying, that if everything that uh, that the Jews are saying is true, then uh, he says, uh, why yet am I also judged as a sinner? In other words, I can't even be judged as a sinner because even though I know I'm a sinner, and he says in Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So if he's saying, if I follow the belief of the Jews who believe that circumcision can bring righteousness and because they're being a Jew as well by heritage, uh, that and they think that they're children of Abraham. And then Jesus kind of debunks that right in John 8 where he says they, they're thinking that their father is Abraham, and then Jesus says, no, your father is uh, the devil, you know, and they got to the point where they got stones together to stone him. So Jesus left out of the midst of them and so passed by. So what Paul is doing is kind of saying, uh, then no one can judge me if I follow your argument, uh, because no one can judge me nor uh, claim I can claim myself to be a sinner. Uh, so he's kind of like, in other words, rebuking the Jews and kind of going along with what they're saying, but saying your belief doesn't make any sense when you look at the Word of God. And he says, let every man be a liar. But if I follow your format and your belief, then 
the truth of God, verse 7, the truth of God has more abounded through my lie unto his glory. Why yet am I also judged as a sinner? I shouldn't be judged as a sinner because uh, you're not going to be judged as a sinner if I follow your uh, belief system, but I am a sinner. So he's really kind of giving them a slap of reality that your argument doesn't stand when it comes to the principle of God. So hopefully that helps out and gives you some greater insight. You just have to kind of like look at his argument as a whole and put the two together, and it kind of like brings greater light to it, the context. Okay, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You got that now? Yeah, it was a lot of help, yeah. Yeah, so that's important. Uh, and uh, what I'm going to do next time I come, uh, you know, into the studio, maybe ask you about this again to make sure that you got it because it's very important to get the points that I just raised, uh, share it with you. I want to make sure you study it. And then next time I talk to you, I want to make sure you get this down, okay? I I, I really appreciate that. That's what challenged me to keep keep looking at it more. I, I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah. it. I'll take you up on your offer. Yeah, that'll give you a little more homework and uh, the week we're gone, and then you could uh, give me some feedback on what I shared with you. I want to make sure you're right on target because this is some good insight I've given to you in the Lord, and I just want to make sure you have it. And so just accountability is the way we grow. Is You know, when, when God's people hold us accountable, even with scriptorial memorization, it helps us to grow. Okay. Thank and you very much. You're welcome. And you have any prayer requests? Yeah, again, you could just pray for um, my, me, my mother, Rosa Linda, and my, my entire family, and, you know, just, you know, that God will work on their lives and, of course, salvation. And um, also, he can just pray through it because he can help me as I'm going through, you know, Romans 3. I'm going to go through a lot of the Romans. I want him to, like, open these scriptures up. I know I do my part. Then if you could pray for the rapper E-40 for his salvation and his marriage between him and his wife and um, the rapper um, Eminem, keep those two in prayer. appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Okay, thank you so much. And uh, by the way, before we get into uh, the prayer, I just want to make sure that everybody understands that uh, when I was talking about uh, people can live this chaotic lifestyle and it can lead to possession, it doesn't happen to the believer because the believer is can be oppressed but not possessed because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, as it says in First Corinthians 3. But if you're not... Uh, your body is not the temple of the Holy Spirit. It opens up the gateway for Satan to come in and possess one, and it can take you to places you don't ever want to go. Mm-hmm. And, Gary, you might want to say something on this before well, you, you know, we it's, pray for our We brother. see a lot of crazy things in television, movies, and Hollywood where you see Christian people, uh, uh, quote-unquote Christians or priests or whatever, all of a sudden the demon want to jump in them. Well, that's, that's not biblical. Because when your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is not going to share you with no demon. The demon is going to knock on the door. The Holy Spirit is going to answer, and the demon is going to take off. So as a believer, you're sealed. Um, you're bought with the price of, of Jesus' blood. You're no longer your own. You belong to him. So he's not going to share you or, or allow an, an, uh, even an evil spirit to come into you. As Dr. Buckner mentioned, you can become oppressed. We all come under oppression and, and pressure from the enemy. You know, we all uh, suffer attacks. That's why we have to put the armor on. If that, Because we are at war. There are principalities and powers that come against us and put pressure upon us and try to oppress us 
and we also deal with the world system in the flesh. And so there are, there are things that we have to fight against, but demon possession isn't one of them. Amen. So true. Point of clarification. All right. Praise God. All right. Let's go. Okay. So uh, let's pray for Brother CC. Mm-hmm. So, Lord, we just thank you for Brother CC, his faithfulness to listen and to grow in your word. We pray, Lord God, that you give him wisdom and discernment, supernatural wisdom and discernment, Lord, to understand your word as he reads it, and not only to understand it, but to apply it to his life, to apply it to his heart, to walk it out in faith, to recognize um, his areas where he needs to change and to grow or to repent and to take action in those areas and to walk in obedience to you. Lord God, we pray that you continue to bless his mother, Rosalinda, his family, Lord God, that you would touch them and protect them, and those that don't know you, that you would bring them into a saving knowledge of you so that his family would have that joy. We pray, Lord God, for E-40 and his marriage, and we pray for the entertainer Eminem as well as others that burden the heart of Brother Cece. We just pray, Lord God, that you died for them just like you died for us. There are so many folks who are involved in the entertainment world that need Jesus. They have the potential and the platform to to do great things in your name if if they came to know you. So we pray that they would come to know you, Lord God, that you help them to recognize that you brought them to a place of prominence and it's for a reason and a season, just like you you brought Queen Esther to that place in time for such a time as this. We pray, Lord God, that you would give them that same realization that they have an opportunity to change lives for time and eternity. Help us all to recognize our opportunities as we walk day in and day out, as we come into contact with so many lives. Give us discerning hearts that we may touch lives for your kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Gary. And thank you, Cece, for your call. And God bless you. And we'll look forward to talking to you soon. And thank you so much, and I'll keep Brother Gary in prayer, too. Thank uh, you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, we appreciate that. Absolutely. All right. So we want to go to our next uh, caller. and Yes, um, Deborah and Carmichael. Deborah, how are you doing? Hello. How are you? Uh, doing the best I can. Well, that's good. Well, you know... Uh, you you do your best you can in the Lord because the Lord is the one that gives you the strength and and He also uh, will let you know that uh, Philippians four and thirteen you can do all things through Christ to strengthen you no matter what you're going through. Yeah, that's right. Amen. And uh, we're going to get to your uh, question and then I know we are right before commercial and then we'll try to come back and answer it. But you had a question, right? Yeah, I have two. All righty. What's, what's your first question? Uh, witness leak. Okay. And what would you like to Talk know? Talk about witness leak. Uh-huh. What would you like to know about witness leak? Uh, he's a Christian cultist, right? Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, he's a very controversial uh, person. And I know that uh, CRI has done uh, an uh, article on them and... Uh, and and it's like been very very controversial, and it looked like uh, we're seeing something up now. We were wrong, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the Christian Research Institute 
yeah. has, you know, basically come back and reassessed him. And, and it seems like they said they were wrong about uh, his their first view of him being a cultist and they're changing their their uh, mind about him. Yeah, so, they're changing their mind about it. The thing yeah. that's interesting about it is that Walter Martin, my mentor, said that they were a cult. And then when Hank Hanegraaff took over, uh, he simply says that uh, they're changing their view. There is a a lot of controversy around this, but, uh, you know, the problem with the, the local church of Witness Knee is that Lee is that uh, they believe, like cultists say, that uh, that their church in a local uh, locality uh, is the only church that's right. And then the biggest problem has been the Trinity, because when you really study Witness uh, Lee's uh, view of the Trinity, it carries with it, it's very confusing, but it carries with it a lot of um, Pentecostal oneness stuff. Jesus, oh. is like Jesus, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, is kind of sees a lot of that. So some some people say that they aren't, and some people say that they are. Uh, but I kind of lean more towards Walter Martin uh, because uh, you know he was the founder and he kind of held to that view. Uh, but um, you know, I think you got to get the material and study it, and then you see. What's your second question? Then we'll kind of go to a commercial and come back and look at that. What's your second question? Deborah? Okay. What's your second question? That, that answers that. And then on the bright side, I want to know about that because he's, he's spending a lot of things about Christ that are true. Mm hmm. And you said who? On the bright side. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> on the bright side, okay. He called on the bright side. Okay. Well, why don't we do this? Uh, let's go to a commercial break, and then uh, we'll come back and we'll address that as well. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. And once again, we want to thank everyone who's been praying for Contending for the Faith. This is a prayer-driven ministry, and without your prayer support, we know for a fact that we definitely would not be on the air right now. It is so vital that you continue to pray for this ministry. We always say prayer should be our first resort, not uh, our first response, not our last resort. You know, people wait till the last minute to pray, but be in prayer always. Be in continuous prayer. Make prayer a priority in your life in general. But And as you do, remember us in prayer. And also, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially to keep this ministry on the air. It costs us 400 a week to pay the bills here, keep the lights on, and keep the broadcast humming. And we need your help every week, especially during the summer months when people go on vacation. We want to encourage you, take that vacation and, and you know refresh yourselves, but don't vac- take a vacation from your giving. Uh, we rely upon uh, your partnership to keep the thing going, and we need your help uh, all the time. So we want to encourage you. There's two ways to donate. One, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. The second way is so much simpler. Go onto your laptop, your smartphone, your tablet. Go online to contendingfaith.com. 
contendingfaith.org and click on the donate button. It's that simple, and you will be a blessing for time and eternity. Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Gary, for those announcements. And uh, again, uh, everybody out there, remember Gary in prayer and his family. His mother has gone on to be with the Lord, and we want to keep them in our prayers. All right, we were talking to Deborah, and Deborah, are you still there? Hello, Deborah. Yes. All right. Uh, you were uh, asking a question, and let's get back to your question. You you were concerned about a group, and uh, what was the on, name? On the right side. Uh huh. And what was the problem you had with him? Well, he seems to not teach the biblical uh, truth about the gospel. He seems to say that he wants to believe like everybody else does. The biblical gospel, but now he's changed his mind. What's his name? Differently. What's his name, Deborah? Um, uh, on the bright side, it's a. Uh, uh, I don't know, uh, Craig, Craig, somebody. Okay, and and so you were you were. Uh, I'm trying to get a better understanding. So you were having a problem with him, and you you notice he's changing. And what did you notice about him changing? Well, he he said that you don't have to believe the biblical standard. That uh, that's just what some people believe. But there's alternate ways of believing the Bible in the Scripture. Mm-hmm. And did he state what that was? No, he did. no he didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, the enemy must really want me not to give give you this answer because I'm having some problems in the building mm-hmm. <laughs> right now. Yes. You hear that? Yes, yes we hear that. Uh huh. Well, a fire the, has been reported in the building. The, the, you know, there's always a problem when someone says, you know, you have to go well, outside the. I the, could still stick. The the biblical so I motif. Could still stay so if you could give me that information, I'd appreciate it. Deborah? Okay. What I think we need to do is just uh, pick up with this question another time. I'll talk about it a little bit, and then we'll uh, next time we come in, you call in, and we'll talk about it more, okay? All righty. Uh, well, you know, just listening to her uh, when somebody is saying uh, that, uh, you know, there's uh, – another means outside the Bible, uh, you know, the Gospels, uh, this is problematic, Gary. Well, he's talking about other ways of interpreting it, and it's, it, you know, without a lot of in- other information, it doesn't yeah. sound good. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> sound good. And, and, you know, we got to get more clarification, but, uh, you know, the Gospels is the we the Gospels interpret itself, and so we don't need any other means to do that. So we just have to get more clarification from her in order to actually uh, talk about it. But we do have to be careful uh, because it tells us in uh, Jude 3, the faith has been once and for all delivered unto the saints. So God has said it all through the Word of God, and uh, we we stick to that and we hold mm-hmm. to that, and we know that that's uh, uh, his, uh, his truth. And the enemy is always trying to counterfeit something. And yeah, he's always trying to get us to go outside it mm-hmm. in one way or another. And that's why we, that's the biggest problem with cults. You know, mm-hmm. they have all these other books other than the Bible, you know, and uh, even 
the uh, Quran. You know, people believe they get answers from that, and and people are always trying to. Uh, it's amazing when you go to a fair how many uh, you know people there are palm readers there. Mm. You know, trying to seduce people. You know, so you just have to be discerning and careful and aware of uh, everything. Um, well, that's true because people are <clears throat> not spending enough time in the Word. They're not spending enough time with God. And is it any wonder that they're unable to discern truth from error? But we have to, as uh, the Scripture talks about, to renew our minds, Paul writes in uh, Romans 12. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You got to dip your mind in the Word of God constantly. Oh, absolutely, you got to keep it in there. Uh, then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good and pleasing, perfect will. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's it's not uh, it's not something that's uh, meant to be difficult. And and I think that we get so lost uh, oftentimes making things more complicated than they are. God is saying, "Hey, spend time with Me. Spend time in the Word. Start there." Mm-hmm. Do that, and then I will be able to speak into your life and give you wisdom and discernment and teach you a direction and which way to go and how to live. And, and it goes, the, the benefits just go on and on. But people just, for whatever reason, are not spending time with the Lord. They're not spending time in God's Word like they should. Absolutely. And, you know, they're ill-equipped. And if they're not equipped, you know what we always say, uh-huh. <laughs> expect uh-huh. to get whipped. And that's what's happening. Or they run, end up you know, on a path of, of uh, you know, destruction. You know, they'll end up in that strange place. And all of a sudden, there's that target on their head, that demonic uh, red dot <laughs> we talked about earlier. As, a, as the enemy puts them in their crosshairs and... Uh, they don't even, they're not even aware of what that is. Absolutely. And, you know, Gary, I want to have you to share a few things about uh, a little bit about our history and going back and even going back with your grandfather, uh, you know, knowing that I'll be doing the eulogy of your uh, mother. And I think back at uh, way back when uh, I prayed for your grandfather, and maybe you can share a little bit about that and the amazing experience that we had with that. And then just to be able to have uh, a mother deliver in her 80s. I mean, my mother is uh, uh, 92, just turned 92, mm-hmm. June the 26th, and she still lives on her own. God has uh, given her uh, pretty much of a right mind. Uh, she has a little early dementia, but at that age, it, you expect something. Some people in their 20s and 30s have dementia. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and they're walking you know. around and they're driving. And- <laughs> mm, it's very scary. Yeah. And so uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were like in their uh, early 30s, and they said, well, Dr. Buckner, uh, I I feel like I have early dementia already, too. And so I said, <laughs> we started praying. But uh, anyway, uh, just the uh, the joy of that experience is something that we'll never forget. And um, just to... Uh, know that, uh, you know, you spent those many years with your mom, and I've had these years with my mom to still be here, and uh, she's almost like in better health than than the, all of her kids. And and sometimes I tell my siblings, uh, stop stressing 
because uh, she might outlive you. And so, right. <laughs> so you know, and uh, my uh, sister had to uh, go to the hospital the other day, you know, just uh, stressed about some things. And I said, if you don't be careful, you're going to end up uh, going home before mom. So she was encouraged by that. But anyway, um, share a little bit about uh, our experience with your grandfather and a little bit about your connection, too, with, uh, you know, just your mom being around that long. And that's just a true blessing. Well, you know, my grandfather, my grandparents raised me. And so my grandfather was always involved in the church. And, you know, I would come into uh, we lived in a small flat in San Francisco, and he would, you know, at night, you know, turn the kitchen into his prayer room. He would he would turn around one of the kitchen chairs, and you go in there and find him on his knees in the kitchen, kneeling on the chair, and he would be praying. And sometimes the phone would ring, and it'd be for him, and I'd run in there, and I'd say, we call him Dad, Dada, phone, and he, he would not move. Because <laughs> he was already on the line with the Lord, you know, and and so you know it was a powerful witness to see that happen. You know, I think I reflect back and think about my own prayer life once I started, uh, once I got saved, and it just spoke to me, you know, that have that legacy. But when he had stomach cancer, you know, he really. Uh, got frail and he'd just sit in the in the chair and watch TV and you know I'd come over and help him um, bathe and shower and what have you and um, I remember we came over to pray with him one day and we began to pray and he jumped up out of that chair and began hooping and and the Holy Spirit was on him and it was just confirmation. And and for me that he was he was ready, you know he was he was ready. I thought, wow, you jump any higher, he gonna go straight up. <laughs> Maybe, make his way up to heaven, right? Maybe a, a, like an individual rapture there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was a real a real um, uh, amazing time and a blessed time, especially when you when you know that they're ready. And uh, and so over the week. My mom passed a week ago today when I got back home from the radio station last Saturday night. I got the call from her assisted living facility that she had passed on that evening. And so during the week, I had sat with her and held her hand and prayed with her and, you know, talked to her about the Lord. And, you know, over her, the last part of her life, when she was still able, she was uh, had gotten involved in a church in Stockton and was a greeter and was and you know really kind of made a shift because she'd been pretty much a wild child <laughs> and it was good to see that God was becoming important in her life so I believe that you know he was he was there at the end well thank you for sharing that well brother. yes and I appreciate the prayers of those who are listening tonight well we've come to the end of another exciting broadcast and and once again we'd like to thank uh, Vince our engineer, and Brother Manning, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part of tonight's program. It's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us, so please drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. 
Please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. We'll be back live Saturday, July 21st. So be blessed. My name is Gary Bell, and we hope you will have a blessed Lord's Day tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.